Bonjour, mes amis. In the heart of your busy day, find a moment of peace and pleasure at La Madeleine. Imagine a cozy corner of France just for you. Whether you choose to relax by the warm glow of the fireplace or indulge in the art of French conversation on the patio, La Madeleine offers the perfect escape. And now, for a limited time, enjoy La Madeleine's Douai Magnifique for just $9.99. That's a melted-to-perfect four-cheese grilled cheese sandwich paired with a cup of their famous tomato basil soup. It's the quintessential pairing, just right for the season. At La Madeleine, they cherish the French tradition of fresh cuisine, crafted with ingredients and recipes that have been lovingly passed down through generations. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. A little piece of France you can call your own. Find your local La Madeleine at lamadeleine.com. Escape the ordinary. Savor the Douai Magnifique. Visit lamadeleine.com today. Bon appétit. If I could have your attention, please. Attention, please. I have an announcement. The following broadcast is brought to you live. Oh, man, I'm hungry. Where can we get some breakfast? Welcome to our show. You don't get no better show than this. You'll cheer, you'll cry, you might even get a cheap laugh or two. I need coffee. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Three. Whenever you're ready. Two. Are you ready to do this? One. Come on, I haven't got all day. It's the showgram. And showtime, everybody. Showtime. Live from the showgram studio, seventh floor, suite 700, room 14 in the luxurious mode. Tree Tower. It's the showground. Yeah. Good morning. Hi. How you doing? Hello. How you doing? Hope you're good. Look, okay. we were just sitting here before um, we went went live, and Nicole, I was telling her we were talking about like doing a girls' night out type thing, and she said, "Where are you gonna go?" And I said, I go out. And she was like, no, you don't. You're going to a cooking cookie class at 9 o'clock in the morning on the Saturday. I was like, <laughs> I go out. I was like, I do stuff all the time. She was like, what is? I was like, I, I go, go to out. dinner at 6 p.m. <sighs> I do. I stay I'm out just until kidding. like midnight. I just don't drink alcohol. But I am rolling these streets. You don't even know me like that. You're missing that. out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of like she was calling me old. I was like, uh-uh, I, I still go out. <laughs> no, I meant you just have better priorities now. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I ain't got time for no club. So. <laughs> but I so was sitting here. I was like, I went to Snoop Dogg. You know, like I was down with it. I mean, I'm. I'm Are you go. trying to say that you're still hip or that you do things other than just stay at home? I think that's what I was doing because I know I'm never at home. I'm always on the go. But I think when she said that, it was like, a, I'm not old. It was one of those moments, and I kept trying to justify many things that I do. If your baby is in the car when you're at Snoop Dogg, (laughs) you may be getting older. (laughs) That is the truth. My husband and babe, not by himself, but Daddy, Lucy, the dog, and the baby. I was like, let me just run in and hear a few gin and juice songs, and then I'm going to roll out. Well, I happen to have really good seats because I got them from the station. I never get tickets from the station, but I happen to ask for tickets, and... Lo and behold, they were right up front. And I was like, oh, gin and juice. Yeah. I was <laughs> breaking it down. And Boston texted me. He was like, um, it's raining. The baby's crying. And the dog is a little bit antsy because all the boom, 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 boom sounds up against right. the car. So, <laughs> I was like, I'll be right there. So I thought that was what you call multitasking. <laughs> and keeping it hip. <laughs> keeping it real. Keeping it hip. So. Oh man! Even when I was in college, I didn't like clubs really. I know I, you know, for me, and maybe it's because we had to be so many 
clubs and stuff. I I hate going to clubs. I, I maybe that's what it is. I honestly cannot stand to go to. Clubs. Do you say that because you're you don't think you're as great as a dancer? No, as well, perhaps well, maybe you should be. I know I'm not good as a <laughs> dancer, but I'm saying when I was in well, since I was in my twenties, I had to go for work. I had to go to different clubs, and so now here I am. Mm-hmm. You know, forty ish mm-hmm. and nine ish and forty nine ish, right? <laughs> and now is I really I don't care for clubs. I mean, it it is like like the holiday social that'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. So I like to go to that. Well, that's different because it's I I feel like over the years. Not as many people go out to clubs as they used to, like five, ten years ago. And now you see a lot more bars popping up, lounges popping up. Yeah, I mean, there's only like, I can only think of like two or three actual clubs in downtown Raleigh. Which is the greatest thing, because the the, like breweries and things like that, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You can go and chill and have, it's more chill. I mean, now look look at things like the Trolley Pub. You know, there's so many that alternatives. That seems fun. And Nicole, I was disappointed you didn't invite oh, me. Oh, please. Are we still talking about this? It is. I was really <laughs> butthurt about it because I was like, I would have loved to have gone. And Easton could have been on one of those little front carrier packs with me while mommy goes on the probably. The, well, like, I think that club. all this determines is that we need to do a group outing. Okay. Okay. I'm going to out drink all you bitches. Oh, all of you. You think that's <laughs> funny, but I'm not kidding. You will never be as drunk as you are on a trolley pub. Ever. It is insane. How do people and not fall off of those seats? Because you're, you're seat strapped. belted in. Yeah. Oh, well, thank God for that. And the other key is, if you really want to feel it, if you're drinking, just pedal less. Or pretend like you're pedaling. I'll be crunk on one beer. <laughs> yeah. One beer, I'll be out. Well, the they tell you, because I, I think you can choose like three places... And they tell you, okay, you got 25 to 30 minutes in here. And so we went to the first bar and we immediately took a shot and we just sat down and we were done within like seven minutes. And so my friends and I were like, um, what were you drinking? We're just, we just took a shot and we were just like looking at each other. And I was like, all right, well, let's go on to the next. And so we go down and, and we're back on the trolley pub within 10 minutes. And he was like, all right, if you are on this method, then we can stop at five or six different places. <laughs> so that's the key. <laughs> Is it bad, though? So the thought of that, like the thought of being on the trolley pub sounds so much fun, but the thought of a hangover the next day makes me cringe. So that's why I think when I go out, I'm like, eh, I'll just maybe have one. Just because I don't want to have to deal with a five-day hangover because it takes a lot to get back in it. In the a swing groove. of things, yes. Well, if you were somebody else, then maybe do kind of a buddy system where you just say, hey, you know, we're going to have a good time and we're going to drink, but maybe we should just, you know, look out for each other and make sure we're not mixing a lot of different kinds of booze because that's where you really kind of get in trouble. You know, you're drinking wine, you're drinking beer, then you're doing shots, and then it's all downhill. How late can you stay out? So the last time I did, and it was right before um, I got pregnant, but I went out for a bar crawl to where we had to go on bouncy balls from each bar to the next. <laughs> I've never <laughs> like, heard of that. That's yeah. awesome. That we we so took fun. a bouncy, one of those big bouncy balls, and we bounced to each bar. And then I ended up at a strip club. I don't know. I didn't get home till like 4 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't even know Raleigh was thumping like that. But I guess you can. So, see, Nicole, I got it. I still got it. Boom. How long ago was that? 
right before I got pregnant. <laughs> hey, that was are there places 16 like that months ago that are open or, all night long? Um, there. No. I mean, if you know people, there's a few. There's a few bars that I know that if you're hanging out with their staff, they'll do after hours for maybe like an hour. Because I used to know a place back when I was right after college. I had my first job, and it was in Hartford, Connecticut. And there was a place that was open all night, and it was a club. Though I think, you know, a lot of people went there, and it was like one of those, and people would be like sitting on the side and kind of. A techno? High, and yeah. And it was open like till 9 a.m. Well, I didn't really care to go to those things. It was just one of my roommates said, hey, let's go. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I was like, this is so not my world. And, but it was open all night long and it was meant for people who would be leaving the bar and still wanted to go out and, you New know, York, I would go hours. all the time because we would, we'd stay out. I'd go to work <laughs> right from the bar, not even be drunk. <laughs> it's just, you'd stay out all night. I literally would go out late at night. You'd leave at midnight and you'd go to work the next day from the bar. That's the thing that I, I don't remember. You know, I can't believe people do now. You, they don't go out until 11 or 12 but that's you know that that was something that was even typical even eight years ago yeah that's what i did in college yeah like hosting a club night and it's you know we start there at 10 o'clock and people don't start pouring until 11 30 and you don't have a packed house till midnight yeah and it's just home and nap get your grub on and then you get up get ready you know, and then that's why they would have those drink specials they're like well if you get in you know if you come down before 11 you get in for free and in some cases it worked, and in some cases it didn't. It'd be two people dancing on the dance floor. Yeah, You're like, this yeah. is lame. So, uh, first caller of the day, 855-SHOWGRAM, 855-SHOWGRAM. Make us happy. Tell Just us so up. you know, I'm going to a church sing-along tonight, so boom. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's going with me, so we are, what? So cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. What was invited to everybody? One of our Bob's buddies is singing at a church huh? tonight. Oh, hey, Erica, yeah. next weekend after the Carrie Parade, we're getting crunk. Oh, when I'm Nothing out of town? Nothing says like getting crunk like Baby Jesus' parade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> Good luck. Bob in the Showgram on G105. It's trending with Bob in the Showgram on G105. First caller of the day, Christina, how you doing? Hello. Well, good morning. It is a lovely day, isn't it? Oh, she's a leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you got to make it a good day, so you got to start out right. It's December. Welcome. Yes. Yes. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you what happened to me this morning. What? So I go to leave the house, and I remembered I needed to throw some chicken feet out for my chickens. So I went and threw some chicken feet out. When I got back in the car and shut the door... I had one of the chickens got in the back seat. So can you imagine if I would have got all the way to work? I was like, you little turkey snot. So I had to like, I had to, at least you didn't poop in the car. <laughs> How far did you get before you realized the chicken was back there? Oh, just down the driveway. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was ready to go for a ride. I don't know. What, usually it's the cat that gets in the car, but I was like, That's the first for me. So, How many know. chickens do you have? Well, I have four that free range, and then I have five hens that stay in the chicken coop. And apparently I have one rooster who's going to probably end up in the freezer um, soon. In the freezer? Yeah, because apparently he's now decided he likes to go under the house at night and um, 
he's special because apparently he doesn't know when the sun comes up. So he's under the house curling at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, oh no. Yeah, he's in yeah. the freezer for he's sure. He's entitled. <laughs> that entitled little for animal. Sure. you got to get him a clock so he can look at the time. I don't know. Well, it's quite my rooster watch. Yeah, when he started curling at 4 o'clock in the morning a couple weeks ago, the dog is in the living room growling at the floor. So it's great to wake up that way. You know, oh, and your neighbors love it. Oh, well, we live out in the country, so our neighbors can't hear it. But, you know, the key would be to train it to, uh, you know, <laughs> to, to to start making noises when you need to wake up. So get it on your clock. Oh, my kids are like that. <laughs> People won't believe this, but in Cary, the Falutin side of town, you ha- you can have roosters. Our and- neighbors have chickens and a rooster, and it's just the most random thing because you would never, you're like, is that a chicken? That I know. A- <laughs> is that a rooster? Because we... Our houses are so close together. You're like, where the hell is that coming from? I know. And yeah. they'll, they'll get yeah. them real fat so you can't jump over the fence. And they do. <laughs> That's true. You know, they they you know, they say chickens can't fly, but I got two of them that fly up in the tree all the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how do you keep like any fox or any um, wild animals getting to them? Well I, well, I have a dog who stays out and I don't really have to worry about them too much because she chases everything off from crows, squirrels, to deer, to, yeah, she's, she's, she's interesting, too. I have an interesting group. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way, though. It makes my life more interesting. Well, have a good day, and thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm heading into work now, going to Rex, so good morning to all my Rex peeps driving. It would have been fun, more fun, if you had that chicken in the back seat that would take to work. Yeah, it could have been the unit yeah. um, mascot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. Thanks for being right. our first caller. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Love you. You too. Bye. 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 She She's was nice. cute. I like her. Yeah. She should come to a free-for-all. If you got chickens that jump in your car, you're fun. Uh, no. <laughs> That's what Mama, Um, she called a goat. The other day, a random goat was in the yard, like one of those little tiny goats, a miniature goat. So she had to get it and put it in the back of the truck and take it back down to the neighbor's house. Because our our house is kind of like this girl's house where you, you have to drive to the neighbors a little bit. So we have mama's like Snow White of Durham and everybody's animals come to the house. We've had pig, horse, little dogs, uh, um, rabbit. I mean, all kind of animals show up at the house. Guineas. The guineas come to the yard all the time, and she feeds them. She feeds them all. So. Right. Um, the six most stressful things from the holiday activities that are going to happen to you this month, be prepared. Number six, spending time with family. That is stressful, and you're going to eventually, whether it's right now or in a couple of weeks, that's going to stress you out. Decorating. Joe would say at our house, like we have boxes everywhere, and Boston's like, when is the box? When are they going to go away? I was like, when we get all the decorations out. And I said, I got to wrap presents and stuff. So there's stuff everywhere. Um, Getting out to spend time with friends, which is true because you want to spend, you know, like I have two girlfriend dinners set up, but it's hard to coordinate when you can make it happen. Yeah. Um, Cooking or baking. That's stressful, which I would agree because it gets expensive and then you have to actually spend hours to cook it. Or go and buy it, like in my case, from Honey Bank Ham Store. Um, entertainment and entertaining other people because you don't want them to be bored. So it stresses you out trying to think of a game plan for the evening. And the number one thing to stress fe- folks out this holiday season is shopping. Bingo. And- See, I tell you. Mm-hmm. 
And it says if you have kids, it's 75 percent. Um, you're 75 percent more likely to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's one. true. You all but want to cut somebody when you're out shopping. That sounds horrible. But looking for a parking spot, it gets it's it's like a war zone out there. I just park the furthest away that I can park that's open and. That's what sucks when you're at like a Target or even a Walmart. The entire parking lot is filled up. Even those back spots are gone during the holiday season. Well, I'm fat, so, you know, walking is good. (laughs) You'll need an oxygen tank by the time you get up to the door. But, you know, fat is good. Did you all know that there's a, uh, a system in place that allows a president to send texts to everybody in America and they're not? blockable you can't block them really? did you know that? that i just learned that this morning really yeah no but has anybody ever done that i don't think i've ever seen a text from any president i mean they can't block it because what phone company's gonna say sorry mr president you can't you can't use our tech service i mean nobody's gonna tell him no i think it probably just came up because donald trump is gonna be our president now and so I get texts from. That's why we see that. You know, I I still get texts from Donald Trump's camp and Hillary because I signed up for both of them so I can know everything about everything that's going on. But just so you know, he's got a merch clearance sale going on. All of his hats that don't have forty five on the side, they're red red sale going on. It's on sale for Christmas if you're looking for gifts. Did did they extend (laughs) the Cyber Monday sale? Thanks. Well, no, Trump put together a party pack, apparently, where you can buy all of his merch at a discounted price. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I'll be okay. You get a party hat and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Show Tara, me. I love you. Nothing says I love you like a, a piece of merch from the Donald Trump camp. Showgram at G105. We're back after this. Don't go away. Bob in the Showgram, streaming nationwide. From Chapel Hill, North Carolina to Boston, Massachusetts. Bob is there. Thanks to the iHeartRadio app on G105. In the um, Talking about in Japan, or like I can't remember what country it is, but they have the fish nibble on your feet to chew off the dead yes, skin. Yes, I've seen that. What? My friend, he had the fish nibble on his feet. Bob and the Showgram. They come up and nibble off the dead skin. Yeah. That'd be some fat fish after they got done with my pedicure. <laughs> the fried fish was delicious. Bob and the Showgram on G105. Hey, this is kind of cool. Uh, Raleigh Winterfest is Saturday from uh, noon to 8. City at, Plaza. And it's uh, they're going to have live music, rides, uh, family stuff you can do. And oh, the tree trips. lighting. And the big tree lighting. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyway. Raleigh does be big things. I'm proud of Raleigh. Like they do have a lot of events going on that yep. make it entertaining for your family and stuff. Yeah, don't they have an ice rink? Yep. that they have there every year too. They I had think. it last year. I would imagine though. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, we uh, ice skated when we were on vacation a few years ago, and it was the first time I've ever ice skated. Really? And I didn't think I could do it because I tried it once when I was a kid and it didn't work. So I was like, all right, I kind of want to challenge myself to try to ice skate again. Erica uh, did it on her butt. Oh, did you fall? No. Well, the last time we did it as a show, we were doing some stuff for Baba's Buddies and I was pregnant, so I was scared to ice skate. So Nathan, our promotions guy, pushed me around on this big thing. On her butt. <laughs> on my butt. <laughs> was it fun? Same thing. Yeah, it was fine. It was a lazy way of skating. I liked it. And I didn't fall. This was good. Yeah, good things. So, I've heard of these things before, 
but I, I, I've never heard of a, I don't know of a person who has done this before myself. Right. But do they still have these art classes where there's like a nude person that stands up and everybody else has to draw this? Oh, the naked model? Yeah. Um, They used to do it in New York for their art class. But I've never physically met one of the models. Otherwise, I'd probably sign up for the class because, <laughs> you know, it's usually some really hot guy that's super confident in himself that stands there naked that you draw. I, that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you're in art class, you're like, you know, free spirit and artsy and this and that. And you're like, it's just a little peen here and a little peen. There. You know, it's not a big deal. I'm gonna draw. <laughs> little peen. Little peen here and there. You wouldn't think anything of it. I would probably giggle, especially if there was like alcohol involved where it's, you know, those canvas painting classes. If yeah. it was one of those wine and dine type things. Yeah. Forget it. Has anybody ever done that or been to a class or something? Call us 855-SHOWGRAM. It makes me think of Will Farrell from when he was on Saturday Night Live and there was a skit where he was standing up there and... Um, it, it was really funny. I don't even know what it was about, but you know, Will Ferrell's so kind of just <laughs> unshaped kind of, right. and I think that's part of his shtick because he's like in 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 old school he ran he was streaking through the city and that was kind of like how he I think that's kind of how he looked, but that's what he was doing. He was in this art class, so you know, bringing that up that makes me think of. <laughs> Will Ferrell in Saturday Night Live. It's- Speaking of naked, did you do your one finger challenge? I did. I told you. It didn't come out Everybody well. has to put it up on the internet and show their picture. We have naked photos at GNO5. Did you? I, I did think mine. I messed mine up. Let me see again. I got to post it still. So what you're supposed to do is take your own finger, right? Whose finger did you use? Well, I use mine. Bob, you can only see your head and like a part of your shoulder. That's like the nun version of the one finger challenge. Well, I took a picture of What'd it. you say? It's the what? The, it's nun, the nun version. version. Oh, because he didn't. <laughs> he didn't show any skin. Oh, yeah. The nun version. I like that. Well, that's, that's I don't have boring. long hands. I'm sorry. This is. <laughs> oh, is that. <laughs> well, then that should mean you'd have more to show. But we should make you go and do it during the commercial break and then you have to post it. Like, I posted mine, and it looks like I'm naked. And then I guess Brody did his. There's no rules on where your finger has to go, because I covered mine up differently than all the supermodels, because I didn't want to show Damn, there's like a towel and a hanger. I was in the bathroom. That's what I wanted did mine in the bathroom. I mean... I did, too, because of the mirror. You know, I have mirrors in the other parts of the house, but... My bedroom was too messy to take a picture in it. That was my spare bedroom, so I didn't want y'all to see that. Trying to zoom in to make sure you don't see my kibbles and bits. Scott, hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Have you done the nude painting? Yeah, I was a nude figure model. What? For a place in Cary, yep. In Cary? Yeah, an art gallery called Wine and Dine. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually a model for for Marianne was there. She's the owner, so I was actually a model for her for a little bit. Did you have on underwear, or you were completely naked? No, nah, completely nude. How many people would come to do that? 
There was, I would say, about 40. It was all women. That was one of their stipulations. But I'd say anywhere from 30 to 40 women. Okay, how hot are you? Because, I mean, you got to be confident and have 40 women sit there and draw your wang dang while you just stand there silently. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, like, how hot am I? I just, I got asked to do it. I, uh, she approached me one night at a cafe and asked me if I'd be interested in it. And I work out all the time, so. I got to look you up on know, Facebook. It was super, super scary the first time I ever did it. Oh, multiple times you did it. Yeah, yeah, I did it. They paid really, really well. And it was actually, it was pretty professional. You know, like, the first time I ever did it, and I, like, dropped my robe, I, like, walked into the art gallery, and there's a, a small gallery in the front. And I'm like, okay, well, this ain't going to be bad. I wonder how many women are going to be here. And she was like, uh, no, you're going to be posing in the back. So I was like, okay. So we went back there, and she kind of introduced me to the class and opened the door, and there was... 40, like, attractive women. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Shrinkage? What's that? Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, I was sitting there, like, so she's like, okay, we'll go rub up and come back. So I go back into the office, shut the door, and I'm, like, kind of having a conversation with myself, like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> Don't let me <laughs> down. Not, yeah, yeah, like, no choice. <laughs> like, let it, you know, just let it hang past the balls, dude. <laughs> 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 it was super scary, but once I got up there and dropped my robe, and you heard a couple women like, "Oh, you know, making little cat calls and all that." But she's really professional. She like no cameras were allowed. One woman got her phone taken away because she was taking pictures, and oh, she wow. went down there. The instructor, yeah, the instructor went down there super quick and made her delete any pictures she had. But um, for the for the most part, it was it was pretty professional. All right, now I have questions. Are you married? Two. I am, pre- I'm engaged. I'm engaged, and I'm not doing it anymore. As okay. soon as I got into a committed relationship with this woman that I'm with now, her name's Taylor, and I, I cut it off. Okay. Because I wouldn't like it if she was doing that. And then what is your Facebook page name? Because I want to look <laughs> you up. <laughs> it's Jeez. Scott Stevens. Let me look him up. Scott Stevens. He's, she's looking at you right now. I don't know. Look at It'll be me, Taylor, and uh, and our uh, our little boy. Okay, you do have a really good body, and I love that you have a cross with Jesus up there. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we go to church every Sunday. So, but it was just like you know, times were hard, and I needed some extra money. It Look, Bob, paid really, really well. So. Picture Scott naked. Wait a minute, it pays well? <laughs> no. Well, hmm. Brody, <laughs> are you going to do it? We should set Brody up to go and stand that naked is in the class. Hilarious. There's, no I probably way. wouldn't do it. I kind of, but I, I am interested in making some extra money, Johnny. Uh, that's the only reason I would even consider it, Johnny. Ah, uh, yes. Did you do this? Um, no, I wasn't a model. I actually went to school at Guilford in Greensboro, and uh, I was in commercial art and advertisement. And they would have, you know, uh, life drawing classes where the new models would come in, and we would have to draw them in class. You loved to go to class, didn't you? <laughs> uh, it, it, it was it was great when they had female, um, the males. Uh, it wasn't so fun to draw. Yeah, I bet. Would you draw funny things in that area because you didn't want to see the dude? No, well, I just would leave them blank and draw like shoulders or you know <laughs> head or back, and I would often get in trouble. You know, with the uh, you know the professor saying you know he has other body parts that would not you know body parts that I like to draw anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, the, the females were great, and they would often get, you know, younger models from, like, uh, other schools. Like, we used to have uh, uh, students from UNCG uh, or Greensboro come over and do it. And it yeah, it was, it was great when there were females. That's funny. That's so, funny. And, and from my understanding, they still have that, you know, uh, life drawing um, in, you know, commercial art and advertising. So. I know. You know, I just... I. I didn't think anybody would call. And so, uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, you know, I didn't realize that's what I was getting into. But, I did, yeah, I didn't too much mind going to class. Yeah, I bet. I bet you didn't. <laughs> Bob's going to go do his one-finger challenge in just a second so you can look at Bob naked in a minute. I mean, I don't know how to do it other than the way I did it. Well, you guys I'll... are really close. Erica, go take the picture. No. Well, you know what's so weird is I'm dressed in mine, but it looks like I'm naked. So, I mean, Bob doesn't have to. Well, he has to take the shirt off, but he can keep his pants because it covers that. Or at least your your boxers. All right. No, the whole pants is fine. <laughs> All right. Because nobody would see it. Let me put this on there. Okay. 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 <laughs> show Grandma is G105. Hang on. Did you miss part of the show on G105? Catch up with Bob and the Showgram on demand at bobandtheshowgram.com. Go to Showgram and click podcast to listen. Collection of Sharpies that oh, are yeah. huge. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed. Bob and the Showgram. Do you smell it, them? I do not it, sniff them. I color with them. They're not real Sharpies. Oh, okay. I, I do. Actually, I do artwork I, for a lot of people. Hey, I've look. Done... Look what I have. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> you better hold on to that. On G105. <laughs> It's the quick and the dirty on G105. Okay, so good news. Good news. Good news. Kanye West has been released from the hospital. He is at home finishing his recovery, just in case anybody was upset or worried. Jennifer Aniston just submitted on Ellen yesterday that she joined the Mile High Club in the cockpit with the pilot um, and the co pilot and the flight attendant. So I'm assuming that she was joking. But she said that she did actually join the Mile High Club. I don't think it was with the entire plane staff. Yeah, that sounds And she was probably more than likely on a private plane or something, you know, not a commercial flight. Katy Perry, she's been rocking an engagement ring, which they say is from Orlando Bloom. Maybe the Christmas pajamas that she was wearing over Thanksgiving really, you know, that did the trick for her. And Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Do you guys ever watch that every year? No, I've seen it once. If we had a DVR, I'd see it. But <laughs> I love watching it. So it's going to be on soon. You didn't miss it. It's going to be on Monday, next Monday night. Oh. But they secretly okay. filmed it in Paris last night. They didn't tell everybody. They didn't publicize it because they didn't want, you know, people to steal from all these celebrities coming through since the whole Kim Kardashian thing happened. Right. But, and they also had a $3 million diamond bra this year. It was like one point something million, then it was two million, so now they've upped it even more. It's three million dollar bra with diamonds all over the place. I mean I'm lucky to get a twenty dollar bra or fifty dollar bra, but I'm you know, not hey, gonna be staring at the at the bras. Jewels. See, I always look at the costuming and the makeup and the hair and like, oh wow, I don't really care about the lingerie. Yeah. It's more about everything else. Don't forget Thursday night football, eight thirty tonight, NBC. It's the Vikings and the Cowboys. Are you gonna watch? No. Okay, so if you want to watch 8.30 NBC, that's the Quick and the Dirty. That's the Quick and the Dirty with Erica, with Bob and the Showgram on G105. Uh, The phrase that pays is coming up really soon, about 7, uh, 15? 7, 12, yeah, Yeah, yeah. somewhere like that. Make sure you know it, G105 is Raleigh's number one hit music station. It'll win you a hundred bucks when we tell you to be the right caller. Our girl yesterday was so cute. She's like, yeah! 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to my kids for Christmas. <laughs> she was excited. Um, Erica was asking a question. Why are you undateable? Well, not you in particular, but we were talking about Chelsea Handler or Chelsea Lately. Some people call her Lately. Some call her Handler. But um, she says she cannot get a man no matter what she tries to do. She just She's like, I can't get a man. I'm always single. The ones that I like are not available. The ones that like me, I'm not interested in. She said, so I guess I'll have to just wait around for a bunch of people to get divorced. Um, divorced, so that way maybe I'll have my shot at somebody worth my time. But it made me think, you know, like I have a couple of friends that feel that they are undateable. And it would be cool if you think you're undateable. If you call us, we'll kind of critique you and tell you why well, maybe you're undateable. 855 Showgram. Because... We've had that before where people are like, I just can't get a man or I can't get a girl. And you'll hear them talk a little bit and Bob will say, well, that's your problem right there. And so maybe we can help you get somebody. So if you feel like you're undateable or if you just have been single for a while or, you know, you have relationships that only last a month and they just keep breaking off, then they you never can keep a guy or a girl. Yeah. We'll help you. Yeah. There's, to the best of our ability. There's a problem somewhere. Not necessarily always, but so, which again, call us 855-SHOWGRAM, but I was single for a long time, and I'll never forget, I saw you at a radio conference for the first time in a couple of years, and you're like, so what, are you a lesbian or something? Like, what's going on with you? Like, why don't you have a boyfriend? And it stuck with me, because my grandmother asked me the same thing. She was like, are you a lesbian? And I said, well, I'm not, even if I were, it's okay. I said, but no, I'm not. I just am so busy working that I put my career first, and I, I put the dating scene on the back burner. Well, you can do that. You know, people do that all the time, but there's a point at which you got to go, Hey, there's a, there's gotta be a problem here. Right. Well, but I had to evaluate my own problem because I, I moved home because I could never, you know, when I was living in Detroit and New York at the same, like doing both cities, there was no time for dating. And there was only one guy that he was like, oh, let's get married. And I wasn't interested in him. So I moved home so I can, one, see my mama and find me a man. Lenny. Yes, sir. How you doing? There's got to be a problem right there if you tr- you're wanting a, a woman and you've tried and tried and tried and can't find a woman. All right. This might be the problem. One, either you're too stuck up or two, you're just too damn picky. Too picky. Too picky. Like, if there's a guy, mm-hmm. like, let's say a girl, she wants a guy. Well, you know, most women, they want somebody that's working, that's making money. But then you got some girls that are real picky. Well, I ain't going to date a guy who's making less than 50000 a year. Or well, they want a bad guy. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they, they want someone that, then you might have someone that's like that. Someone that's, like, rough around the edges that will, like, talk kind of crazy and all that. <laughs> like to say, like, like to say, yeah, well, you, it's either my way or the highway. And that, like, uh, the football days, grab, bang you in the head, grab you by your brains and pull you down the street. <laughs> I don't agree with y'all 100%, though, because, like, there's one girlfriend, and when she does date, she doesn't go for guys that are like, oh, they have to be super rich or super hot. She goes for them because she wants a man to treat her right. And that's what she's looking for. She's very successful. She's beautiful. And I feel like guys are intimidated by her because she's a strong-willed woman. And I think sometimes that is a blocker for some dudes. Yeah, well, if if she's the boss every time they're out and they're dating and she becomes the boss, 
guys can't really handle that all the time. But I'm kind of, well, this sounds good because Boston definitely wears the pants on many, many situations. So I think we're 50-50, but I'm like a loud girl that has a strong opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I got married. So if it can happen for me, it can happen for anybody. (laughs) What do you think the the most popular problem is? Usually when I see women that are looking for guys that don't have a boyfriend or they can't seem to find anything, they're usually very career driven. They make good money. They're typically very attractive, but strong willed women. And that's the ones that I see that are still single. So I feel like guys are scared to approach them. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it seems like. Because, I mean, do you think guys, maybe not, I mean, I know my husband doesn't care, but do you care, like, do women, do men care if the women are kind of like the breadwinners in the family? Or does that not matter so much in today's society? I don't think it really matters. I don't think it matters that much either. I mean, some people get a little butthurt about it, though, where they don't want their girl to be the moneymaker because then she's, you know, I guess would be more apt to make the decisions in the household. Well, if it's half and half, you know, so that's pretty good. But I think that'd be a silly reason to avoid getting involved with somebody because they make more money. Like if you're a guy and, you know, the person that you're with is making more money. I think that would be it. I mean, at that point, it's like your 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 filter for who you want to be with is a little bit you're making it difficult but it can be like other family members are saying stuff and make you feel well what do you mean like you're horrible like if if you're not the money maker Uh uh-huh and your family says stuff like oh you got to get a job you got to get a job before you got a girl that's gonna marry you you know i mean (laughs) i said i think i probably said something to my brother before I'm like, you got to do this, this, and that and get you some, get, get one of them girls to get on that. You know, I'm just saying like, you got to, you got <laughs> to, get- as the older sister, I try to like critique, you know, and he's like, you're not my mama going somewhere. Right. So, <laughs> I'm sure guys hate that, but well, if you want us to help you because you're undateable, we always offer opinions, whether they're good or bad, we still give opinions. So call us. If you're a guy or a girl. Yeah. Guy or girl. Yeah. I have some emails that need more opinions as well. Sure. Okay. Dear show, Graham, I have a relatively new neighbor. They're awesome. Or neighbors. They're awesome people, and it's been fun getting to know them, except for their 14-year-old son, Stuart, in quotations, um, that can do no wrong. OMG, you would have thought this boy invented some gold or something. They're always telling me about about Stuart did this and Stuart did that. He's an A honor roll plus. He is super athletic. Meanwhile, my son is not. He makes all right grades. Uh, but he's more interested in video games than sports. They make me feel like my son isn't good as their precious steward because he doesn't make the great grades and isn't involved in sports. And to be honest, isn't in the popular crowd. Every time I try to brag on my son, they immediately change the subject to their son. Um, they'll post pictures of him playing soccer on Facebook and tag me in them like I need to be rubbed in my face about how great their son is. It's almost to the point where I'm about to go off and Stuart. And he hasn't even go off on Stuart and he hasn't done anything to me. I know everyone, every parent feels that their child is the best, but how can I tell them that they need to back off? Um, I found myself trying to push myself away from them and push my son into playing sports and make him someone that he is not. What can I do? 
I know I'm not the only parent out there that has to deal with this with the over the top parents. Please help. Thank you. I don't want to give my name and Stuart is not his real name. <laughs> I was going to say Stuart's a bad name. Um, I don't know. I mean, just talk to the parents and That's say. really rude though. I mean, you got to know if you have two parents and the neighbor's like, well, my son does this. I understand they're proud, but they have to have com- common sense to say, hey, well, she's got a kid too that she loves just as much as we love our kid. Yeah. Like, don't do that. That's rude. Olga. I mean, I'm sorry. Olga, you there? Yeah, good morning. Hi. You think you're hey. undateable? Um, <laughs> well, I know I'm going to get a lot of crap from my family for this, but yeah, I think I am. Uh, do they say something like, you know, why don't you have a boyfriend? You, you're dateable and you're not. Well, um, relationship that I had um, was when I was 19 and I dated him for probably like six or seven months. After that, I was um, single for five years and then recently um, I tried the online dating thing and I met a guy, dated him for four months and then um, when I talked to, when I talked to my friends about like great relationship advice, it's always um, between like I'm too, I'm too uh, available, you know, um, I don't leave, like, um, I don't leave mystery, I guess that would be a good explanation, um, or I'm just, you know, un- unavailable, like, I'm not emotionally, like, there yet. It's kind of, like, um, in-between kind of thing. I'm, I'm very uh, strong-willed, um, I like... I like to be independent, and I like to do my own thing. So when I look for somebody, if it's in, like, in regards to getting, um, you know, a partner and everything like that, like, I want my freedom. I guess that's uh, a really bad factor to have, too, because you're supposed to be in it together. Well, it's not Um, that bad. It's not bad to want your own freedom, but maybe... Maybe you're wanting too much, though. And then it's really bad when my dad thinks I'm a lesbian, too. So Your dad does? <laughs> you know? Yeah, my dad thought I was there for a little bit. Because, I mean, I was single for five years. And then, like, in the Hispanic culture, like, you you have to be, like, you know, either married with three kids. Like, right now, I'm about to be 25 next week. And just, and I'm supposed to have, like, three kids and have married. Be married already. <laughs> so, you know, I broke the mold on that one. So, are you know, are you uh, attractive? Uh, well, I guess so. I mean, I'm a fluffy girl. I'm, I'm pretty for a fluffy girl, I think. Ain't nothing wrong with fluffy girls, Olga. Oh, you can get you. a man for sure. <laughs> fluffy, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's probably just putting it out there, you know, so that, you know, you're dateable. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to put it out there because I don't advertise myself, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like very just plain Jane, you know, I just try to keep to myself as much as possible, you know? But yeah, that might but, be the problem. Yeah, you're never going to get somebody if you don't put it out there. Well, I mean, oh, if, if I do talk to people, it's like, is they're uninteresting, you know what I mean? It's not like, um, like, I'm, I'm a more of a personality type of person, so the guys that I do talk to, they don't have so much of a personality. It's just like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm not that kind of person which way to the gym <laughs> which way to the gym <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean it's just uh 
know. Have you been on like some websites and stuff? Yeah, I have. The, I, I, this, this relationship this year that lasted like four months, I, I did the, the plenty of fish. And that was that was overwhelming in itself anyway, because it's just like hundreds of guys messaging you saying, oh, you're so pretty. And then I had like a couple that like, oh, marry me. So, I mean, I think I'm attractive. (laughs) So, (laughs) but it's just it's just the aspect of just trying to find somebody that's like in the same level as you mentally. So, I mean, looks only goes so far. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, you. Put somebody, uh, put some feelers out there. You never know. You might not find the right one, but you will find somebody that uh, you love. And Could you come on the free-for-all? Maybe we can hook you up on a date next Friday. Oh, God. <laughs> That'll really put yourself uh, out there. Yeah. <laughs> what about your friends? Huh? Do any of your friends have single friends that they've tried to set you up with or anything like that? Yes. And um, but it's kind of weird because, you know, when you try when you go back to your friends and it's like, oh, how was it? It was like, oh, you know, it was okay. Like I, I'm a horrible liar, so you're like, ah, it was, it was, it And then your friends judge you and they think that you're too picky, yeah. right? Exactly. And yeah. then, like, if I talk to like my cousin, which is like one of my best friends, she's like. You know, you're just too, uh, you're just too available. Like you say yes to everything. I was like, well, of course you just want to spend time with that person. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I so, vote come on the free for all. We'll find you, man. Okay. Well, you know, have them uh, the, send a friend request. I'm I'm available. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, thank you. Hey, if there's any guys that want looking for girls. She should send us a picture and we'll post it on like Twitter. Yeah. Oh my god. Facebook. Yeah, do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll see how far it goes. If you you want. never know. Yeah. Yeah, send us a picture. Okay. And we'll put it up. Look, good. Olga, you never know because we're having a guy show up at a free for all or Bojangles um showgram row tour free for all tomorrow in Wake Forest who said that he and his wife met through the show. Yep. There's a lot of people who meet either in for the Friday free-for-all or, you know, because of some circumstance that they got hooked up on. Yeah. Um, All right. I have another email that's a bit disturbing, and I'm sure people will have an opinion about it. So call 855-SHOWGRAM if you do. But the email is short and sweet. I'm not allowed to say his name. But dear Showgram, um, I'm going to get right to the point. I would like to leave my wife. We've been married for five years. We have a three-year-old son. I'm not in love anymore. I have not cheated. I have not done anything wrong. She's amazing. I just simply don't want to be married to her anymore. The reason why I'm writing you is because um, she is talking about Christmas and spending time with our family, and she wants to go overboard for Christmas this year, and I just simply do not. Should I wait until the holidays are over before we break up and I let her know? Or should I go ahead and tell her now? I'm just scared I'll ruin her Christmas, but I don't want to be fake. Please let me know what I should do. No, I am not um, thinking about dating other people. Okay. And he said that on all, all caps. I'm assuming he just wants us to know. Like, it's not cheating. He's just simply not in love with this woman anymore. You know, I always say you have a kid, right? right. Or kids, whatever the situation is. I mean, you want to 
leave your son or your daughter before Christmas? And I think you should stick with your kids regardless. Stick it out. Till you day at least until they're 18. But this is just, mm. these happen all the time. I do. I, I think, you know, you get married, you say for better, or for worse, for richer, or poorer, and, you know, then you have a kid or two and then you leave. I mean, what does that kid? I think that some couples are better apart. Like my parents were better as friends, not together, which it worked out great for me. Um, my parents both were responsible for me growing up, even though they divorced and I have great step parents. But I also think that couples just like this guy, he's like, she's a great woman. I just don't love her anymore. Maybe try to re spark your relationship before you just give up. Cause I think that our world gives up too easily now. And it's so easy that you can just say, all right, mm-hmm. we're getting divorced. That's true. Some people just do it like, and, and I feel like it happens in Hollywood and but granted, that's because we don't hear people's private lives that we don't know. But when a celebrity, you know, they get divorced, like what, sometimes months after they've gotten married or whatever, it seems like it happens kind of often in Hollywood. But my parents got divorced when I was in middle school. And I'm actually glad they did it only because they really were unhappy together. And I don't think it turned me into some, you know, person with those kind of issues because I was happy to see my mom kind of live her life and go on to be happy. And same thing with my dad. My dad ended up finding somebody, even though I have my opinions about her, uh, ended up finding somebody and he was happy. But if you had your choice of happy, if you had your choice, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you have your choice that your mom and dad be together? If they would be happy together, yes. If they're not happy together, absolutely not. Why force? I, uh, I'm I, happy I would, mine are apart. Yeah, me too. But in this situation, I think he should at least await through the holidays because he's going to ruin it not only for her, but for her son. And you don't need to disrupt it. Like he's three and this is a very exciting time for him. You know, Santa Claus is coming to visit. Like it's just, I would at least wait. Every kid would want their parents to be together. Yes. But not if they're miserable and like, like upset and unhappy. Well, that's not good for anybody. But marriage is not always, you know, puppies and kittens. Right. No, that I understand. Yeah. It's not easy. That I do understand, but yeah. Would Uh, you say puppies and candy canes? Kittens. (laughs) Not all kittens. (laughs) Steve. Hey, good morning guys. What's up? Uh, I feel very strongly about this. Um, I am a divorced father. I went through my parents divorced. But here's the thing. They told me on Christmas Day when I was eight years old. Oh, my, oh my gosh. See? That's horrible. Yeah. Um, wow. I was at my aunt and uncle's. My mom called my dad to bring him home. They already knew it. Um, she already had my bags packed. We were going to Arkansas to my grandparents. While we were gone for Christmas break, she moved out. And uh, it, this uh, came home. He wasn't there. And I had a, you know, okay, you know, relationship with my father back years ago. Now he and I talk very rarely. But um, this guy needs to, he he's holding all the cards. He knows everything that he wants to do. But he needs to wait until after Christmas, then talk with her. Don't work, don't be fake, whatever you need to do, but do not ruin it for her. Okay, if you don't love her, whatever. But do not ruin it for her and your little boy. 
Do you just think every Christmas when it comes do you think every Christmas when it comes up you always think about that? I mean, I think about it, but it did not it didn't personally damage me because I had a very loving mother and her side of the family and my dad's side of the family all stuck by me. I mean, his brother, my uncle, took me to you know, the father son camp out with the Cub Scouts when I was growing up. So nobody shunned me. My grandfather my dad's father even still would come over and visit my mother. I mean, nobody shunned us, and I still had a great childhood. Um, and I don't, I, it doesn't down me at Christmas. I just make sure that I try to, I try to make sure that my children know that I love them, and I do not ever do anything to make anybody feel bad because of my situation. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me sad for you, though. Like, my heart sank when you just said they told me on Christmas. Like, how awful is that? <laughs> Eight years old, you know. You're like, well, Sam. Yeah. Uh, I, and at eight years old, I'd never known what divorce was. I didn't even know what that really meant until we went to Arkansas, talked about it with my grandparents, and came back, and he wasn't there. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but... Like Santa, really yeah. It's like Santa pooped down the Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Santa. <laughs> All right, but man. Our phones My blew father. up, by the way. So yeah, everybody must have a big opinion. Um, about it. It's a showgram at G one hundred five. Here comes the people that are in call now. So eight five five showgram. Give us the phrase that pays. It's worth a hundred bucks. All right. Caller 10. Sponsored by RapidRepairExperts.com. Everybody, good luck. Back after this. Hang on. Bob in the Showgram on G105. What's trending with Bob in the Showgram on G105. All right, here we go. Let's see. Caller 10. It's Greg. What up, Greg? Hey. Hey. Up in Oxford? Yes, sir. All right, tell me the phrase that pays. G105 is Raleigh's number one hit music station. Woo-hoo! Good boy, Yay! you got it. Woo-hoo! 100 bucks. Yes, sir. That's always a good thing. Yes, sir. Bullcrest. Sponsored by RapidRepairExperts.com. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right. Congratulations. Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah, whichever you celebrate. Or... Merry Christmas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's officially right. December, so we could say that now for the whole month. Absolutely. That's what we do. All right. Hang on a second, and we'll get your uh, information, okay? Thank you. That's good, man. It's quick and easy. Happens again today at 5 o'clock. All right. All right. So I have something, um, and I was just curious to know if you guys do anything with your spouse, but like the gross things that you do with your spouse. spouse. So we have the top six things that people do. With their partner that you're just like, man, that's gross when you think about it. Number six on the list, sharing a toothbrush when you go somewhere and you forgot yours, so you end up sharing a toothbrush. Have you ever done that? No, she would never let me do that. I've never done that either. Have you? Hell no. Uh Uh-uh. I'm like, use your finger. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a time where I have said, you can just, here, I'm going to brush mine and you can use it, and then I'll go get me a new one when we go out of the house, when we leave the store or the hotel or wherever we're at. If, it, if you're at a hotel, though, I think sometimes they, they can provide you, like, if you're like, oh, I forgot my toothbrush, they'll give you a little kind of cheap one. Yeah. Not necessarily at the Hampton Inn or I mean, like, they don't, 
maybe at one of those fancy ones, but if you're at the if budget they, inn, I don't know if they have toothbrushes available. <laughs> no. right, so right. you I barely even, get a bar of soap. So I wouldn't <laughs> even get one I, that I trust. <laughs> um, number five, being competitive about how bad your gas is. I have not done this, <laughs> but so I funny. have seen people in my family be like, oh, that was a good one. And then they let it go and they're like, what about this one? And you're thinking, really? That's disgusting. But people do it. We used to take, <laughs> I don't know if I say, <laughs> we used to take it and grade it. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> we've we've taken it we've graded it before. So okay. Like I've heard, woo, we're gonna peel the paint off the walls. All okay, right. number four. Oh my god. Um <laughs> peel the paint off the walls. <laughs> number four, searching each other's body parts for pimples or ingrown hairs. Well, women love to do that. I am not a pimple popper. Don't I will never like I'm like, better handle that one yourself. But I have pulled nose hair for Boston. I'm like, you got one hanging out. And he's like, get it. And so I'll take and pull it. Number three, checking to see if the other person stinks before they go out. I've done that. I'm like, smell me. Does this smell? Does this shirt smell? Because you'll leave it in the in the washer too long or something and not dry it. Even your friends will do that. They'll say, oh, does this smell? Oh, or, yeah. And you- You've done that. You've said, Erica, does this smell? And I'm like, no, you smell fine. Right. So anyway, number two, have a full-on conversation while one of you are in the bathroom. That's true. Like one will be in the shower, one's on the toilet, and you have a conversation. And number one, <laughs> checking the other person's nose for boogers. Oh, I just had uh, Tara do that for me like two days ago. You just say, do I have anything? You have anything? Is there a bat in the cave? Right. <laughs> and you're like, nope, no bats. Is that what? So, the, oh, is that another way of saying, do I have any boogers? Yeah. Do you have a bat in the cave? Yeah. If, like if you're out in public or something? Yeah. So if I look oh, over okay. and I'm like, yo, you want to check that bat? <laughs> He's flying around up there. <laughs> i never heard that before. That's funny. I like that. Oh, that's good. So that are the, those are the gross things that you do. Uh, there is a school district in Oregon that has banned anything Santa decorations, anything like that. That's ridiculous. Um, they had said, "quote um, It really went out as a notification to staff, not even parents, just to make sure they are being sensitive and thoughtful as they enter the holiday season." Yeah, but Santa Claus celebrates all religions. Uh, School officials said they just want to make sure all cultures and backgrounds are comfortable at school. I'm about sick and tired of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm with you on this one. The PC world. This is ridiculous. Well, Santa and everybody's. Well, you know, you could be Jewish. I don't know if Santa goes to uh, Jewish the Jewish world because they get eight great days to celebrate. Well, I, I've never heard somebody of the Jewish faith complain yeah. that, oh, I'm so tired of hearing about Santa and right. Christmas. I, I've never actually heard. I mean, we have Jewish co-workers here, and I'm Jewish sure if we Santa. handed them a Christmas present, they'd say, thank you so much. I mean, I don't know if they would say, I can't accept this. That's fine. I gave somebody a bottle of wine last year, and they loved it. They were like, thank you very much. Caitlin, hi. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up? Um, I actually just wanted to come on here. Um, last week I was hosting, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Unique. It's just a beauty, um, like they sell makeup and stuff, and you have consultants and stuff. And I actually have a friend, um, her name's Angie Whitley. Um, she sells it, and I was hosting a party through her, and um, she just posted on her page that, you know, in, just a little bit about her past. She actually had cancer about 10 years ago. 
um, and she's been cancer-free for about 10 years. So she felt um, like she was called to do, um, she was listening to your Bob's Buddies last week, and she actually was donating um, proceeds, I guess, from like half part of what she earned mm. to Bob's Buddies. That's she's so actually going to donate um afford that and so I actually posted and shared for her and then she also went on my page and um I guess just in appreciation for me sharing her post also also for my party part of the proceeds for my party will also go to Bob's buddies. Isn't that so um, nice? I just, I just thought that was awesome. So I kinda just wanted to shout her out and let her know that, you know, she's she's appreciated and that she um she feels like it was just kinda called to her. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. That's very Thank cool. you guys. It's always good. Everybody's yes. so nice. <laughs> and you, hey, by the way, you could still donate at bobintheshowgram dot com if you have some donations that you want to still give. You can go online and do those. Thank you. We appreciate it. P one payoff is next, and you have a. It's a really good prize. So yeah, yeah it's uh, tickets to the G one hundred five holiday social and. Tickets to the Carolina Ballet's The Nutcracker. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Five questions about this show from this past week, and you win. Good luck, everybody. 855 Showgram here. It's cool. You can stalk us. Um, let me clarify that. Find the Showgram on Instagram. Like seeing the movie after reading the book. It's Bob and the Showgram from G105 on Instagram. Did go for your first time, or did you have to try again because um, it wasn't what you thought? No, I kind of just laid on top of <laughs> Bob and the Showgram. I can show you. <laughs> I know how to do it. I got a baby. I figured okay. it out. <laughs> on G105. It's time for the P1 Payoff. P1 one payoff. P1 payoff. P1 one payoff. I really do love listening to your show. show. All right, here we go. Paula is uh, first one. Hey, Paula, how you doing? Good morning. Going to work? I am. Okay. You answer five questions about the show this past week. And you win the following. A pair of tickets to the Carolina Ballet's The Nutcracker and a pair of tickets to our G105 Holiday Social at the Ritz starting Gavin DeGraw and Maddie Noyes. That's going to be December 15th uh, at the Ritz here in Raleigh, just around the corner from the radio station. All right. Let's try to do it. Here we go. All right. So what was the Wheel of Challenge this week? Fill your gut. What type of business did Brody... I uh, feel like he got scammed by this week. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask Bob on that one. Uh, doctor. Uh, okay, yep, that's right. What game did we do a Christmas edition of on Tuesday? Oh, I don't know. It's okay. Uh, you do know it. Try hard. <laughs> What profession? What prof, uh, What was the uh, the job on Guess the Profession this week? See, okay, man, this was the one week that I messed up. Oh, okay. And where is our Bojangles Showgram Road Tour headed with a free for all tomorrow? Yeah. Hey, we love our P18s just as much. <laughs> so that, that would okay, be Paula. three out of five, Paula. All right, thanks. Thank you. All right. All right uh, Brett. 
chicken nugget, yo. Do you know I'll, it? I'll, let's go. Let's, I'll, yeah, I think so. What was I the wheel so. of challenge this week? Uh, I, I remember it had the 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 chicken, the, the pig feet, and the chicken, <laughs> all that. Uh, what type of business did Brody feel like he got scammed by? The doctor's office. Uh, what game uh, did we do on Tuesday? Uh, I believe it was Speak Out. Uh, what What was the profession on this week's edition of Guess the Profession? Oh, man. This is, I got to ask Bob on this. I don't know this. She worked at a candy store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Where's our Bojangle Showgram Road Tour headed tomorrow with the free-for-all? And Wake Forest. Yeah. All right. Does that count? Because the first one... What were we having to do well, he on had the, the specifics. game? He had oh, the specifics. Say, say it again. You won. It doesn't matter anyway. He had, he had the specifics <laughs> of what the food, I mean, yeah. which means the, the he was listening. Your, you said, it was to fill your, fill your guts, I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You had to eat it. Yeah. Yay! You, you got it, man. You got tickets wow. to our G105 Holiday Social. That's going to be at the Ritz starting Gavin DeGraw. That's December 15th. And you got tickets to the, uh, to the, the Nutcracker. Awesome. All right, man. All right. Carolina Ballet's Nutcracker. Hey, are you going out of town for Christmas, or are you going to stay here? I'll stay right here. Family, born and bred here. Everybody's here. Okay, well, good. I don't. I do know. I've, I've seen the little Nutcracker guy. That's about as much as I know about the Nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you seeing him on the shelf at a store? Yeah, the little guy that his mouth opens and closes. Yeah. Now you can see him in person. He's going to be wearing some tights. Yeah, that that sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it, y'all. Are you married? Too, Bob. Are you married? I am. Well, maybe you and your wife will go. You take. Yeah, maybe she'll she'll enjoy the the Nutcracker and tight. <laughs> I hear he, they're hot, hot guys dancing around. So awesome, awesome! Right. Get her warmed up for me. Right. Get her warmed up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, that's a good way to look at it hey speaking of that game did you eat the gizzards you said you were going to cook them and bring them in today no I I didn't Mm. I didn't no I didn't did you throw it away oh yeah well the package was already open oh so yeah yeah. you didn't want to eat pig's feet for dinner you know I bet you pig's feet probably don't taste as nasty as you think once you cook it Mm -mm. does it still have toenails in it I didn't even look yeah it did Oh my God! See, you forget. Well, I went. No. I I had dinner once uh, at a place where when I asked for fish and I forget what kind of fish it was, they brought out the entire thing with the head and the whole nine. Yeah, and that's a that's a really home. nice place. Whenever anybody does that, to me that sounds like lazy cooking. You can't even take his eye out for somebody. Like, I mean, no even the thinking. eye was in it. You're right. That was in there too. Seriously. I had that once. They threw some paprika on it and thought it was going to be beautiful and a delicious. I was like, I don't get me a hamburger from the kids' menu or something. I can't eat this. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I do remember fifty-four dollars my butt. I do remember it being good, but I was just that was a little odd. The presentation and when you go to a restaurant, presentation is a part of it, right? Yeah. So to me, I was just like, okay, I get this is probably you know supposed to be fancy maybe for some people for me it wasn't i, I don't want to eat something that's staring at me i just want to eat it what's the fanciest so. thing you've ever eaten so one time we were at the beach and i was like oh we have to go to this restaurant it's so fancy we ordered a salad that cost 
whatever ridiculous amount of money, but basically what they did is they took a crouton and put a hole through it with a piece of lettuce that shot out of the crouton, and that was the salad what? with a little bit of balsamic vinaigrette drizzled on it. And I'm like, wait, so you mean to tell me I paid $20 to get one crouton and one leaf of lettuce? Like, right. come on now. <laughs> and they, this is not with Boston. This was the guy before, and he was just like, we're leaving. This yeah. is not happening. I'm not paying 20 dollars for a a crouton that shoots Damn. out a spring of lettuce. Where were you guys eating? Anything that's... It was in Beaufort. It was a fancy place in Beaufort. If, if they're trying to do fancy, the salads are horrible, you know. Yeah, it wasn't the, good. I was like, ain't nothing like an Outback salad. Get you the whole meal. Comes with a oh, side with steak right. and a salad. <laughs> I'm just saying. $10 when they got a special. $12. Right. I've already told Tara. I said, hey, um, I'm feeling a Chili's night tonight. We talked about Chili's earlier this week. I'm Chili's. like, we're going to damn Chili's because we haven't been in a while. Oh, you put your foot down. You said, damn, Chili's. There you go. I just said, hey, playing around. Like, Chili's. What do you think? She's like, all right. All right, cool. Do you like it? I don't like food, although we do it sometimes. I don't like the food that we take it to go. It's just not as good. Is that a guy thing? Because Boston doesn't like it to go either because he says it's cold, and then when you heat it up, it's not. It's not. It's not as good. It's not. Yeah. It's not the same. Well, food is never as good as when it's, you know, prepared in a restaurant, but for me, when I eat leftovers, I'll even eat them cold, and Tara will be like, why don't you put that in the microwave? Ah, that's fine. I can't do steak, <laughs> leftover steak, because I can't heat it up. I don't like it, and I can't eat it cold. That's the one thing. I like, like it if- when my woman cooks. <laughs> br- Your steak at home? Steak no, at that's home. the one thing. I, I don't ever get leftovers. I'm just like, eh, for the steak. It's not as good. Amanda. Yes. Hey. Hi. What's up? I just wanted to say that my husband is from West Africa. He's from Cote d'Ivoire. And they actually eat the fish head. And the eyes are a delicacy. They love it. And I hate it when he eats it at home. Oh, my God. But he loves it. Amanda, have you tried it? No, and will not. I'm just saying when he eats it, (laughs) is it like a crunchy sound? No, it's kind of more like a... I don't know. It's not really crunchy, but... Like a grape? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just looking at it that would make me sick. Did he describe what it tastes like? Um, he says it's awesome. When he poops it, does it wink at him? I'm not trying to eat it. But they also eat um, snails on a regular basis, too. Yeah, escargot. Yeah, I'll be all right. Does he ever say when he uses the bathroom, though, the eye just comes out like it it winks at him? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 don't do none of that. But in other countries, that stuff is like a delicacy. They eat some weird stuff, like, you know, an egg with a chicken still in it, all that type of stuff, though. Yeah, that's that's not for me. You know what? I'll just... I'll just have a burger. You said that was a weird question, but it's true. Like, you'd want to know, like, is it going to be staring at you when you... The next day? <laughs> I doubt it. I'd want to know. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm having a complex <laughs> when I'm like being ask. stared at while I'm trying to eat it. Sometimes you shouldn't ask. <laughs> Showgram, hang on. Y'all want to speak your mind? Call us at 1-855-SHOWGRAM. Comment on Facebook, tweet us, or use Snapchat. It's Bob and the Showgram on G105. Buy a house, and then later you find out after you're already living in it, somebody was murdered in there. House for sale. I'd be pissed. Wouldn't take me one night to hear someone say, Wait, you wouldn't care. (laughs) Bob and the Showgram. That's home security. No one will break in. Your house is haunted. You got someone there 24 hours a day. (laughs) That's a good selling point. There you go. On G105. It's the quick and the dirty on G105. Little 84-year-old Loretta Lynn, 
she just admitted that she smoked pot for the first time last summer. It was to help her with her glaucoma, and uh, she said, never again. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Yeah. Why? I've lived 84 years without it. I'm not going to try it again. I guess it gave her... Um, she um, said they gave it to her in cigarette form, is what she said. Side effects. And that... Um, She's like, I'm not going to be hanging out with Willie Nelson ever, 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 ever again in the near future. Mariah Carey, she is trying to do J-Lo 2.0 because now she is hooking up with one of her backup dancers. I think she's going to have a breakdown before long. Yeah. Because, you know, she got divorced, then mm. she started dating this billionaire, and then he didn't give her the $50 million that she requested. Now she's dating a backup dancer. It's, it's not going to be long. I heard she has a really... Like very amicable relationship with with Nick, you know, yeah, with their kids, and together. that they totally right. get along, and so that's good. If you missed it yesterday on Ellen, Jennifer Aniston did, did admit that she has been a part of the Mile High Club, which she was joking and said that it was with the pilot, the co-pilot, the stewardess, everything. But I don't think that part was true. And for Thanksgiving week, guess what went on TV? What football? As always, <laughs> Thanksgiving Day football was number one, twenty million viewers. And then Sunday Night Football was second place with 18 million. 60 Minutes still gets them every time. 17 million viewers. 60 Minutes is blank, like gra- man. I'm it, telling I you. I always think it's grandma and, and grandma. NCIS is right behind it every week. Oh, it yeah. Never NCIS fails. is always at the top. I've never seen NCIS before. Is Me it good? Either. I love it. I don't know. I love yeah. it. I end up watching it. I get hooked in. You get sucked in when you start turning it on. Don't forget Thursday Night Football tonight, 830 NBC. It's the Vikings and the Cowboys. That's the quick and the dirty. That's the quick and the dirty with Erica, with Bob and the Showgram on G105. The Volt Doctors can do everything from A to Z, hooking up your house for the holidays. Yeah, the Christmas light makeover is what they're calling it. So, which would be. I mean, if we were eligible, it'd be great for us because we haven't we have our tree up and it looks great, but we haven't done any of the decorations, the so, outside decorations. So somebody yet, gets so. to win that they get the whole house makeover. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know like how much of the house, but I think I think it's definitely the outside for sure. Yeah. So. Volt Doctors Electrical Service and Repair, which they're going to be helping because Boston got a TV. Um, for Christmas, he knows about it already because he saw it in my car. And he's getting nothing else. <laughs> little sneak, booger sneaker. Um, but anyway, I don't know why I said that. But anyway, they're going to come and help hide the wires for me. I just made that up. They're going to help hide the wires because, you know, when you mount it on the wall, yeah. you got to make another outlet and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, just call them. Let yeah. them handle it. Which, that's what you should have done the other day when you had those people overcharge you. You should have called Volt Doctors. I know. I will next time. Lou I told you. It's about, hey, look, it's life lessons. You never stop learning. Yeah. Um, but if you when is the when do we give away the makeover? I, I believe it's the uh, end of this week, so I think to, I think tomorrow. So just you got to enter online at g105.com for it. All right, check them out. Except for us, we can't enter. First of all, uh, let me tell you this real quick. I know uh, here's the names for girls and names for boys this year. Uh, I'll just are the most popular names. Yeah, I won't bore you with all of them, but. Uh, I'll tell you this. Girls, Sophia is number one. I like that okay. name. That's a pretty girl. Um, Emma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Olivia. I like that name, too. And uh, Mia. Okay. Yeah, those are the top five. New song, new names that have come in for a girl is Charlotte. Okay. It's really good. We know a Charlotte. And um, Riley. Oh, our neighbor's kid is a Riley. I we like know, um, I don't know, I know a Riley who's a boy, but not a girl, but I, I could see how that name would go for boys or girls. Yeah. Number one for boys, Jackson. 
Aiden. Um, I like Aiden. That's a cool name. Let's see. Uh, who is this? Easton's not on the list. And Jackson, too. No. <laughs> I don't know many Easton. Easton is on the list. Number six. Are you kidding me? What? <gasps> what? It was supposed to be a rare name. It's not a rare name. So much for that. Oh, my gosh. Liam. Oh, I've heard a lot of Liam's. Uh, yeah. One Direction. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm already thinking of. So we we avoid any kind of conflict in the future for whenever that might happen for girls and boys. I'm going to go ahead. I was like, we need to go ahead and narrow down a girl name and a boy name. So whenever another child comes, we'll be prepared and we're ready. Have you started? I did. I already picked some out. Which now I'm drawing a blank on what they are, but like you know, I like Rylan Carter and um, I like Adeline, um, you know, Adeline Gray. So I, I just have a bunch of different names that I wrote down. So I was like, we're not going to go to the hospital with a name book next time. You have to have something that you can yell at, so when you're mad, you don't Hit forget me. their name. It's got to be easy. Well, I like the two names. You know, when you're Easton Evan, get downstairs right now. Yeah. You know, like I like that you could say it together. Because when you're mad, you got to say both names. At least when I was growing up, Erica, Kristen, get downstairs. Yeah. Or get over here. Yeah, that kind Unload of. Unload this dishwasher. <laughs> Come on, Cinderella. Um, I'm wondering today: is anybody in the doghouse, whether a man or a woman, eight five five showgram? Is anybody in the dog? Are you Brody? No, not that I know. Of. <laughs> he went, he's like, not that I know of. I don't think so. Erica? No. Are I, you? I'm never in the doghouse. What are you talking about? Yeah, a little bit from <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> That's a shock. <laughs> What'd you do? What happened? I went outside to light up the Christmas lights. There had been some that had blown out, and I got new lights and went out, and I was putting them in. And I see Lou walking around and walking around, and she doesn't say anything. And then I see Katie, my youngest, come uh-huh. out, and she goes, "He's right here." And so oh, no. she goes, "Where were you?" And I said, "I was fixing the Christmas lights right here." And well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? It's dinner's cold now. Blah blah blah. blah. And I said, "I was just." Yeah, but you do that sometimes. You'll wander off and just be like, you know, doing your own little thing. And then people are like, Bob, come inside. Well, there were, and you can't hear in that one ear. So it's like you're just out there like, is anybody else in the doghouse? And tell us why. 855 Showgram. Nicole? I hope not. Have you ever been in the doghouse with Lauren? Um,. Yeah. Oh, that time in Puerto Rico, right? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that was, woods, that was right? just bad. Um, That's right. But, I mean, there's been times where we'll get into, like, drunk petty fights, but it's not really, like, do- doghouse. I don't know. I don't. When, I, when Lou gets mad at me, I don't go to sleep anywhere else. I sleep in my bed. Period. Because you are the king of the castle, right? Is that where you're going to sleep? Well, no, but I'm going to sleep there. She knows that. So if she gets mad, she goes upstairs. I'm not going upstairs. Mm. She she does. If I've, There's been in the past where I would, if I got mad, 
I think it's, it's been a while, but I'd get mad. I'd grab the blanket and I'd stomp down the stairs and lay on the couch. I'll just sleep down here then. Fine. And but Boston's it, like, all right, whatever. No, no. <laughs> but don't they say don't go to bed mad or angry or something? Well, that's of what they course. say, but good luck. You're not supposed to. And we just talked about it yesterday. There's a survey that says from London that said if you go to bed, go to bed mad, then those memories are the ones that will collect you know, collectively over time, it will be bad memories that you'll have because you didn't go to bed on good terms. John. Hey. You in the doghouse. Yeah, man, I'm in the doghouse. What happened? Oh, <laughs> Listen, you can tell in your voice. What'd you do? Well, man, um, it was around Thanksgiving, you know, and the girl I'm seeing, well, her mama was into the giving. What do you mean? Did you hook up with somebody's mama? I mean, apparently so. I was drunk on stuffing. <laughs> You're so full of it. No, that's the truth, man. That's the truth. It was, it was pretty bad. I tried to say I thought it was her, but it didn't work that way either. Wait one second. You hooked up with this girl's mama, and you said you were drunk on stuffing? I was drunk on other stuff, too. <laughs> I'm assuming you're not dating this girl anymore, are you? Um, no. Who told on you? Well, I guess you got to looking for me. You're lying. I ain't lying. <laughs> it's the dead truth. I'm serious. It's, I mean, it was a little better, so it ain't too bad of a deal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope that girl never talks to you again. I'm sure you're a nice guy, John, but I hope she never talks to you again. That is messed up. It is a little messed up, but, you know, you only live once. So are you dating the mom now? Like, what's up? Like, what a horrible mom to do that. Wow. She ain't horrible. I can promise you that. (laughs) 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 To her daughter, though. That's really bad. I know. (laughs) See, I know where he's trying to go with this. He's he's hoping that, you know, uh, the mom's daughter gets drunk one night and that, you know, things will pop off. I mean, if it happens, it happens, you know. I mean, it's all about a party. <laughs> well, he already popped it off with the daughter, and then he hooked up with the mom. But do yeah, you know where I'm getting at? Oh, man. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's always better to have a three-ring circus than trying to run around by yourself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been married before, John? Yeah, I was married. Mm, I was. That's it. What happened with that? Oh, well, she left me for a boss. He made like $250,000 a year. My little eighty-five grand won't enough, I guess. God, eighty-five grand's a I'd kill to make that. <laughs> I love how you're just throwing your salary out there, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, Mama's better in bed than she was." I mean, you're a trip. She was. She was. I mean, you talking about like a bowling ball through a garden hose? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> you got it. Oh my gosh! Please come Are you to the on medication? I'm, I'm, do what now? Are you on medication? What are you trying to say? You need to be because you're crazy. I no, I ain't on no medication. Um, but yeah, but I'm in the doghouse, you know, with that deal. She won't give me none of my stuff back. That's over there, her place. But it's fine. I can buy more stuff. I guess. <laughs> Maybe her mom will buy me some Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? Oh what town are you in? What town am I in? Yeah. Now we're getting personal. Andrew. Huh. Is Andrew Johnson County? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Okay, man. Thank you for calling. 
That ain't no problem, man. I figured I'd share it. I figured hopefully I'll get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, so are did. you going to date the mom or not? I'm still like asking him questions. Oh, I'm still seeing her. Golly. I don't know if you'd call it dating, but. <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while, you know. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. That's a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least he was honest. He was so funny. He <laughs> was so funny. Oh my oh goodness! Oh my god! All right, eight five five showgram. That's somebody makes you say, "Wow, we did that yesterday." That'll make you say, "Wow." Yeah. Eight five five showgram. If you're in the doghouse for Three some reason, circus is better than a <laughs> <laughs> big weather. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, these people. They're killing me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, What's the weather about? Uh, Today, uh, 64, sunny. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll go 55, sunny. Saturday, we'll see some clouds work in, 53. Could see some rain on Sunday uh, afternoon or evening, and then it sticks around. Rain chances Monday, Tuesday, and then out of here by Wednesday. Every day after today, only in the 50s, so feeling more like December. Yeah, and... What's the uh, nighttime forecast? Is it like in the- uh, tonight? T- yeah, tonight we'll get into the 30s for the first time in a couple of days. We'll go 39, and then we'll get around freezing tomorrow night, Saturday nights, and then we warm back into the 40s. But uh, it's going to feel a lot cooler around here. Yeah, uh, we're going to be doing our tomorrow. The free for all will be out in Wake Forest, and so oh, really yeah. okay. So we were like. It's going to be inside because it's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it'll be in the 30s up there tomorrow morning when y'all are on. It's going to be cool. Oh. Yeah. Where right. are you guys at tomorrow? I know I answered, ended that with a preposition, but where are you guys? Where will you guys be located tomorrow? Bojangles on Cloverleaf Drive in Wake Forest. It's, it's kind of, you can't really see it off the main road. Okay. Which, but it's, it's next to the, I think the Target yep. in the Home Depot. And what time are you there till? Till six, nine, yeah, six to nine. nine. Oh, okay. Darn it! I was going to try and swing by and get some bojangles, but I'll have to wait till you're closer. Okay. Hey, <laughs> have you done that uh, one finger challenge that everybody's doing? No. What is that? It's so instead of the mannequin <laughs> challenge, it's the one finger challenge. You're supposed to cover your family jewels with your hand. Bob yeah. and I do it. Your, your finger. finger. Yeah. Um, Bob and I did it, and then I guess Brody and Nicole are going to post theirs. But I just post. I already posted it. Brody posted his. What, Bob you're and naked? I. D- well, no, I had shirt oh. and pants on, but you make it appear as though you're naked, and Bob had on pants as well. I guess. No. Okay. Well, where Bob the finger, was naked. Like, it covers everything. Where the everything. finger comes out your zipper. No. <laughs> Oh, oh. No, no, no. You put your oh, finger in the mirror like, and then you kind of like, it's an optical illusion. So we wow. put it up on our site and I just looked through some of the comments. They're like, oh my gosh, class is dead these days. This is so inappropriate for a work site. And I'm like, if they only knew, I totally have on pants and a shirt. Like you can't tell, but that's the illusion. Well, and that's on your Facebook page? Yeah. So you got to try it and join the team. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my boss will love it. Sounds like something they'll go, oh, John, you got to do this. <laughs> you know, you, you can include it in your weather forecast. There's a cold front coming in from the north. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll love that. And a small chance of rain. Bob, Bob's one. Okay, let's see. One finger challenge. I'm on there right now. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. That's no big you deal. Didn't Brody, need, you didn't need that, did you? Brody's is the mm. most revealing. Bob and I are more covered. I mean, mine only shows shoulders. Bob only shows like an eyebrow. I mean, it, is I mean, Brody's on the is Brody's on the Facebook page? I see Bob and I see you. Uh, it's it's at bobandtheshowgram dot com. Okay. Okay. I I post not, it on not my that blog. I really am. Not that I really want to see Brody's, but I'm That's just trying to. Oh, I see. I got it. Okay, I see how Bob's doing his too. Yeah, people are gonna. Maybe I'll do it and just have my head. Yeah. I mean, I don't have long arms, so you know, I'm holding as long as I can. No, that's yeah, that sounds just fun. All right, buddy, we'll see you later. Have a good one, guys. Bye. I have the selfie stick here for you. You can take it into the men's room during commercial. Yes, you can take the T Rex arms and do it with a selfie stick. Yeah. I I love it. They're like. I'm sorry. This is so inappropriate for your job. Classy is dead. This is not acceptable. Classy was never alive. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Bob in the showroom has never been classy, other than when we do stuff like Bob's Buddies. But other than that... The reality is none of us will ever be able to run for office. Speak for yourself. I'm thinking about 2020 being the next female or the first female president. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> Shoes for everybody. <laughs> this is stupid. Linda, I agree with you. Yeah. We know it's stupid. We just have to keep up with what's trending. Happy to see Classy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's Europeans. What the hell does that mean? Everybody on our Facebook. Everybody's everybody. naked there. Oh, yeah. Be- yeah. I'm going to put a disclaimer on there. Not that okay I am on fully a work dressed. site. Well, you know, when you're sitting at work in your cubicle and you log on to the Showgram Facebook page, what did you think was going to be on there? What do you Have you listened to this show before? We appreciate you My logging goodness. in at work, though. That yeah. means that you're not paying attention at work, and we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Gosh, I hope we don't set off, like, your company's, like, flag, you know, when, when there's inappropriate images and stuff. How does Hopefully that work that now at companies when... They red flag you like, how can, how does it work now to where, is it HR that can see everything that you go through or the IT department? Who sees everything? HR, I think. Is it? I think. Because I know some things that we Google here for work purposes, honestly, what we have to look up, you know, I'll look up something I don't understand. Like the other day was like, what was it? Pirate eye or whatever kind of thing it was on Urban Dictionary. And I looked it up. And so I'm sure the HR, if they ever went through our computers would be alarmed. Pirate eye. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that before. That's the new one. The pirate eye. It may be on there. I didn't want to say. When you get home, <laughs> you're getting the pirate eye. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It might be on there. I don't know. I'll Google it. Hey, Google it and see. And so. Okay. Pirate eye, Urban Dictionary. Are you ready? <laughs> Um, some funny kind of the same thing, you know, is like Ellen is, is so popular. Yep. It's there. Is it? It sure is. Okay. What are you talking about? It's there. I don't know. dictionary. It's already there. The pirate eye. Yeah. I'm going to look oh, it up. Okay. Basically it involves an eye and then kicking in the shin. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you She's lost good. your damn mind? That's what it says. It involves an eye and then a shin. Yeah. Here it what is. happened on your thing? What are you oh, doing? I can't even read that. <laughs> she will be hopping. All right. What did you talk about, okay. Bob? Who ha- What happened? I was, 
I'm talking about Ellen. Yeah, what happened? What did Ellen do? Okay. <laughs> what? So this is the cut four, Brody. Um, Ellen was talking about phones, and this is what she said. This is the world's thinnest smart phone. It, it smart fart. <laughs> smart fart phone. Hey, speaking of stuff people said, um, did you see Wheel of Fortune last night? No. I guess somebody had something else on the mind. Play the Wheel of Fortune clip when they were trying to guess the clues. And Brittany and Rhonda. Professional gynecologist. I knew that was coming. Nope. Everybody else. So Olivia and Otto. Professional genealogist. There you go. <laughs> that was so bad. It was only missing like three or four letters and it was all spelled out. And it was just like, gynecologist. And they're like, no. Definitely, that's not even close. I mean, it, and I know the ologist part made me, but the letters were spelled for this girl, and she still messed it up. That's my it favorite happens. when there's one letter off, and they're like, Chewbacca, uh, and it's nothing to do with what they say. Know. You know, they'll completely <laughs> randomly say a different word, and then you have to stand there with your pride, like hung, well, you know, down low. And it's easy to sit there and make fun of people who are on the show until you're the one on there trying to guess the puzzle. Yeah, you're like, oh, I got this. Yeah, and you're like, and then you end up becoming the viral video of the day the next day. Right. <laughs> Bob Dumas from WDCG G105 in Raleigh was a guest on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, they, you know, if we're ever in the news, you know, I always get not. A local radio station, always get, <laughs> right. you know, Bob Dumas, you know. When it's good news, it's always very um, ambiguous. A local morning show yeah. in Raleigh, North right. Carolina. Right, that's what happens. But when it's bad news, it's like yeah. your first, your last name, your middle initial. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid. Ridiculous. All the information. You- hey, if I get us on Wheel of Fortune, what'd you do? Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. I'm trying to do Family Feud, but they said that we have to be blood-related. I was like, we are. They're like, no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to do Will of Fortune or Family Feud. I think that would be good for the show. Yeah, I'll do it. You know what? Odds are if we got onto like Wheel of Fortune, we'd be like, can I solve the puzzle? Pirate Eye. <laughs> uh, no, that's good guess. But I don't know. Wrong. That show is I take it very seriously. I watch it on a regular basis. So there would be no jokes for me. I'd be game. It'd be game on. I'm serious. Let's focus. We're going to solve this. Van, I turn those letters around. We're going to win this game. <laughs> I know the phrase. <laughs> Who done it? Who done done it? Oh, anyway. Showgram at G105. Back in just a second. Hang on. Bob and the Showgram on G105. Trending with Bob and the Showgram on G105. Don't forget to stop by and see us at Cloverleaf Drive in Wake Forest. Tomorrow we'll be hanging out from 6 to 9. Is that yep. right? Yep. yep. 6 to 9. You can bring your kids. It's one time that, you know, they don't have to be 18 or 21 to get in. You can just stop by and say hello. Plus, we have free Bojangles, so we'd love to see you. So two cute stories. One is sad, but also sweet because it shows how great the community is. And the other is just simply cute. But one is there was this 80-year-old guy in Mississippi and his wife died about a month ago from cancer, which that's obviously the sad part. But he had to start selling firewood on the side of the road Mm -hmm. because they were living off of the Social Security and stuff. And they exhausted all of their savings paying for her. Hold on. 
Okay, now I'm back. <laughs> Paying for her medical bills. Yeah. And so he didn't have any money. And so his son saw him, you know, trying to sell firewood on the side of the road for like a week. And he said, we can't have this. So he started to go fund me. And the community come together, come together and spent or raised over $100,000 for him. Wow. That's so sweet. That though. is good. So now he'll have some money wow. to live out his cool. years, even though he's still mourning and stuff. And then <clears throat> this is cute. There's this little kid that's swimming and he can't find the goggles on his head. It's on YouTube and he looks everywhere. But the goggles are right on top of his head the whole time. I need my goggles. Tell the what do you need? I need my goggles. Do like this. Open your hand and do that. What do you need? What are you looking for? My goggles. Where are they? I don't know. You don't know where your goggles are? I thought you had them. I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute when it happens. I love seeing little kids. They're like, where are they? It's like right there. How old was were your girls, you know, where you could play hide and seek and things like that until they got too old for that stuff? Yeah. Ten. Ten. Guys that are in their teens and it was too cool to do that. Yeah. So, I'm excited about those years. I have a couple of years left to do all that. So, Paris uh, Hilton, Cut 7, Paris Hilton says that she is not a dumb blonde. Well, basically, the producers of the show told us to play these characters. They said, Nicole, you be the troublemaker. Paris, you be the ditzy, you know, airhead and kind of... That was our characters. And we didn't realize this was the first kind of reality show out. So we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into or what a huge success it would be. And I had no idea that I'd have to continue playing this character for five years. So um, you kind of just get trapped in that character when you're having to continue to do it on a TV show. And it was a lot of fun. I think if I was my serious self on that show, it wouldn't have been such a huge success. I am a very hardworking businesswoman. And an entrepreneur, and um, that's what I want to be known as now. Okay, wait, what did she say when we were talking to her on the interview that time? And, I mean, it it was international news. We got in trouble for it. But um, she didn't realize she was still on the phone with us. She was talking smack about Bob, but she used the word like, like he is like. So, like, uh, like the entire time. That's what all businesswomen do, right? Like, um, like. That's hot. (laughs) That's hot. She did that all the time. We right. should use that like as a little playback sound effect. You right. know, when you're talking about Bob's one finger challenge. <laughs> That's hot. It's hot. So there's a school for adulting. We should all sign up. <laughs> in Portland, Maine. Offering lessons to millennials and how to make your own dental appointments. How to show up to places on time. How to speak to other people. How to feed yourself. To name just a few things. <clears throat> well, millennials, you have to say, sometimes they kind of need it. Because, you know, it, nothing about my daughters, but the 20 year old, I mean, really, there's a lot she has to learn quickly. But is that the parents' fault because all of us have enabled our not... Yes. Like, I'm on the cusp. 82 was the first year of millennials, and so I'm kind of like on the cusp of a millennial. But the 20-year-old kid, yeah, the parents made them that way because so much is so easily available, like the technology and stuff, it made it easier for them to not know how to do things. Well, yeah, but, you know, like, you know, make dinner. 
Hello. Because you can go out so much now. Right. And there's so much available. So yesterday on Facebook, and I hope she doesn't get upset with me, she's 30, and her name is April, and April said, how embarrassing is this? I went to go to a doctor's appointment, and I had to call my mom to ask what medications I was allergic to. She's like, what age should be the cutoff for that? Like, when do I stop calling my mom to ask, you know, those kind of questions, which, I mean, I'd still call my mom now, too. So I hope she doesn't get mad I said that, but I thought it was kind of funny, and it's kind of the same thing. Like, you need a class for adulting these days. Hell, I'm... 49 and i have to call and ask my wife <laughs> same things like yeah. without your wife you would definitely need to go to adulting school yes 100 percent. i mean uh, she lays out his underwear for him and everything there are some things that you know i wish i would have learned back in school about being an adult like how to invest in stocks and that kind of thing i i i haven't the first clue to be completely honest you it should be you should have to go to school. I'm talking in high school. There should be a school about banking mm-hmm. and life lessons, life lessons, yeah. things you need to know about adulthood, how to save money. Like when you're when you're growing your 401k, how much what percentage because you could contribute different percentage. I mean, there's so many. And how you should start and, young, too, because people mm-hmm. don't think they're like, oh, I just make, you know, 25000 out of college. I don't have the money to give. But even if you gave 5 or $10, that's going to multiply, you know, tenfold by the time 10 years passes or whatever it may because be. Because not everybody's going to go to college and not everybody who goes to college is going to know these things. Right. So, yeah. They I, did give us a class like that in college. I remember having to learn to balance a checkbook, which it was a simple class, but it was more... um I don't know what the name of it was, but I remember having that class and thinking like, hey, this was pretty useful as opposed to calculus point somebody else, whatever kind of math class I was having to take and couldn't tell you how to do it and never used it again. Like I've never used that math again. I know. That you need the fancy calculators and stuff for. Right. Never did that again. I actually looked up um, for my 401k if I was anywhere, even I was like, I know I'm not where it should be or it's not where it should be. Mm hmm. But I looked it up anyway. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm less than half of where it's supposed to be. Like, oh, my God. But do you compare yourself? So there's this thing where it compares you in your area to others. So, like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be either. But then when you compare yourself to your neighborhood and the other kids that are people your age, mm-hmm. it shows you where you stack up. I haven't seen that. I just saw, like, age-wise how much it's supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is depressing. Well, so. Me too. I think everybody is. Everybody's like that. And then you factor in how much you actually need to live. It makes me sad when you you see and hear about the older folks are near retirement age and they have absolutely no savings because it's like, how are you going to get by? Because Social Security is not going to help some people, you know, especially by the time we retire or I retire, it's not going to be there, right? Yeah, not. Well, that's what they say. So what do people do? Like, what would you do? Um... Start selling firewood on the side of the road like this dude did? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Melanie, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. I grew up I grew up in central New York out by Syracuse. And in high school as seniors, we all had to take a course called survival. And it was exactly what you're talking about. We had to learn how to write checks, balance a checkbook, do a household budget, um, how to read a public transit bus schedule, we didn't have apps for that in 1980. Um, all basic things on how just to get by in life, because those are things that need to be taught and learned. Well, God bless you went to a school in New York. 
instead of here in North Carolina because they don't teach uh, it here in North Carolina. I know. That's too bad. Well, we've also gotten rid of HOMAC and other classes out of all schools across the country that used to teach us some basic skills. So Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Hey, uh, by the way, a brand new ball buster comes up next. Hang on. Bob and the Showgram, streaming nationwide from Cary, North Carolina to Spokane, Washington. Bob is there, thanks to the iHeartRadio app on G105. Bob and the Showgram. I'm a dummy. A lot of stupid people out there. <laughs> on G105, it's time for Bob's Ball Buster on G105. Dear Bob and the team, I am thrilled to email you and hope you select my email. I have listened to the show for years. I am a gay man, and yes, I love Bob, if you can believe it. There have been days he drives me nuts, but I love that pain in the ass, and I have to tune in for my morning fix. Okay, on to the reason I am writing in. We love this pain in the ass, too. On to the reason I'm writing in. I want to be the subject of your next ball buster. My husband and I just bought a house in Durham, and we are slowly but surely remodeling our home. We are currently adding a sunroom, and the house is a disaster. That's part one. Part two, my husband hates hosting parties that involve tons of guests at our house. I'm the social butterfly. He's my quiet bear. Yes, Bob, he is a bear just like you. He has tolerated the holiday parties in the past, but this year he said absolutely no because of the renovations and messy home. He agreed to hosting a nice dinner with our close relatives at a local restaurant, which I have that all set and ready to go. So here's what I'm hoping for. Bob, I want you to use your slightly offensive gay voice that I love. If you could play the role of a party planner who just sent out the invitations and you wanted to go over the RSVPs with him. You could say 50 or more people will be attending this year's Winter Wonderland event. Our budget was supposed to be $2,000, so dramatically inflate that amount would be amazing. OMG, he's going to die. For starters, our home is certainly not big enough for 50 people, and we're under construction. I may need to drive him to the nearest ER after this ball buster. He sometimes listens, but his commute is much shorter, so this will be a total surprise. My sweetie's name is Jackson, which, by the way, he hates being called Jax. I wanted to throw that in there. Sending love and big congrats. Wonderful job with Bob's buddies this year. Thank you, Dennis. Okay, Dennis. Yes. You be real quiet. Don't say anything until everything goes bananas. You guys got to put, what do you got to work out? So you're going to do your gay voice, right? Sure. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He's prepared. (laughs) But wait, you got to get some of the, so wait, what's the deal? So you guys just bought a house and you already planned your dinner party. So he's already ready for that. Or he doesn't know about the details on that. Well, uh, the house is under under construction. It's a total mess, and uh, I still want to throw parties. But uh, you know, I understand you know that he uh, that he doesn't want to you know entertain right now. I get it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I have been thinking of uh, playing this joke on him for a while, and I just love Bob's voice. His gay voice is the voice I don't have, and uh, so. So it's the voice I don't have, and I love it. I just love it. I yeah. can't really get there. So, uh, so Did you already plan out your restaurant party, though? So you're going to do the restaurant, like, and that's set, and you're done with that? Yeah, we're going to do that. Okay. We're gonna do that. Okay. Yeah, just with, like, 10 or so people. All right. But uh, if Bob pulls this off, it'll be a huge surprise. Okay, here we go. Yes, um, is Jackson there? This is he. Hello, Jax. Listen, this is Bob. I'm calling from the planning company. Uh, 
is um, event planning? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, you know, you can uh, feel free to call me Jackson if you like. Have you talked to Dennis? Yes. This yes, I talked to him earlier, and he's good. Uh-huh. I just wanted to run through a few things and make sure that it's uh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know how much help I'm going to be because I know that he's the one who's sort of been arranging everything, just to let you know. Well, um, he said it's going to be up to um, 50 people, up to 50, he said. 50 people? That's what he told me. That sounds like it's a little bit high. Um, well, between... What he originally... 45 and 50. You mean 45 and 50 people? Yes. Uh, That sounds like it's a little bit high. Did you double check with him? Yes, I did this morning. We've already talked. Anyway, he left me a down payment, $5,000, and he says it's going to be a blowout. That's what he keeps saying. It's a blowout. $5,000? He already paid you $5,000? Yes. We're good for that. And here's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Specifically, I want to talk about the people, because there's about two people that I can't get in touch with. Okay. I I have to be perfectly honest. 45 and 50 people is a lot more than we were expecting to have at the venue. I wasn't even sure if they were going to be able to take the number that we had. So that sounds like it's really high, to be perfectly honest. Well, they said Just to let you know. He said that we're going to have it at the house. Am I wrong? That is completely wrong. We have renovations that are happening here at the house. We can't hold any. We can't hold a party here at all. Oh, we're supposed to be we're, we're supposed to be holding it at a restaurant. Ooh, that might be a problem. Well, anyway, he said I talked to him this morning and he gave me the down payment. Said it was going to be at the house. And they could probably get everything finished by the time the party is happening. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> There's no way we can hold a party at the house. There's well, no way. Why not, Jack? <laughs> we have renovations that we have. We have renovations that you, uh, this is. This does not sound like it's right to me. Are you absolutely sure that you tried to call Dennis? One hundred and ten percent. I just talked to him again this morning. Okay. Well. The down payment that he's given you is a lot higher than what he and I had originally agreed upon. We decided that the part, the entire event was only going to cost $2,000. So It's more um, like $22,000. Aha, uh-huh. that's, that's very funny. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Are you kidding? Jack, that's, listen, Jax, this is going to be a blow Don't call up. me Jax. I... Uh, there's no way that we can absolutely, uh, we cannot afford this. We cannot afford, the, I don't care, um, it's, I don't care how much it costs to pull out of this party, but there's absolutely no way that we can, that we can afford this. There's just no way. Well, I don't want um, you to pull out, believe me. I, uh, I'm sorry, but I am shaking right now because there is, I am, there, this cannot happen. We can't, we can't have this party. We, we can't have it. Um, I already have a five thousand dollar deposit. So I, I'm, I don't. I, I'm sorry, but I don't care how much it, it's going to cost. We absolutely cannot afford this. We cannot afford this party. We have, and we can't. We cannot hold it here at the house. We have renovations here, and there's no way that we can afford it. We can't afford a twenty. We can't afford a twenty-two thousand. We cannot afford a twenty thousand dollar party. I have a presentation in a half an hour. 
and there's no way that we can afford a $20,000 party. We have a contract, Jackson. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? And, and we take no refunds. I can't. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm. Uh, this is a f- up. I. I can't talk to you right now. I'm going to have a f- heart attack because this is insane. There's no f- way that we can. We can't. We can't. We can't afford a twenty-two thousand f- dollar party. There's no use to I have get. I to go to work in fifteen minutes. Please don't cuss and get me upset as well. <laughs> I'm having a palpitation. Are you Jackson. Dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> Jackson. It's Bob's ball buster. Oh my Jack. God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. You just shit oh, yourself. So hard. I am having a heart attack. This is so not funny. <laughs> oh my God. Listen to me. Listen, listen, I just had so much fun. Thank you for being you and so gullible. Um, I just want to tell you, we just have 10 guests in Chapel Hill at a restaurant. Under budget, baby. Under budget. Okay? Dennis, I hate you so much right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was Bob's Ball Buster. Ball Buster. On G105. The only way to filter Bob and the Showgram is on Snapchat. See what we're snapping about in studio and out. Find the Showgram on Snapchat and get ready to laugh with Bob and the Showgram on G105. Connecting even more, she's telling me that she would have had symptoms towards her belly area. My mother died of stomach cancer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Bob and the Showgram. No, wait, is the person that's trying to take advantage of her trying to take her mom's estate or something? Yes, it is. It's a I'm a psychic too. I didn't want to. I'm not going to charge you. Anything. I mean, I'm just saying. Thank you very much. On G105, it's the quick and the dirty on G105. Sad news to all the believers: Justin Bieber is not getting back on Instagram. He no! swears that Instagram is hell. He said that the actual hell is Instagram. Is what he believes. Did you hear that, Nicole? I heard it. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. He's got to do what's best for him. Yep. And then Forbes released their annual rundown of the world's highest paid musicians. We knew this one. Taylor Swift. She's number one with $170 million. One Direction. Second with $110, even though they had some problems with the group splitting and stuff. $110 million. And Adele is number three with $80 million. I wonder if they just sit on their stacks of cash. You know, they just lay on it instead of a mattress. You know what I wonder? I wonder... If they actually get what they actually get money after all this, you know. Well, they said that she, like Taylor, made one seventy. But you're right; that can't be the net because she's got so much of her squad to yeah, pay light, for. Yes, you got all the pay everybody and this and that. And well, still, I'd like to have her. Even if she brought in fifty million, she's still sleeping in a bed of hundreds. I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? I There's. Know. Kanye West, he is released from the hospital yesterday. He's on the way home, recovering. I know everybody can hold their breath now. And Katy Perry, she's been rocking an engagement ring that they say is from Orlando Bloom. I do hope that she's engaged to him because I'm glad that she found a guy that should treat her like she should be. Because Russell... Like a firework. Yes, like a firework. Don't forget tonight, (laughs) Thursday Night Football, 8.30 on NBC. It's the Vikings and the Cowboys. That's the quick and the dirty. That's the quick and the dirty with Erica with Bob and the Showgram on G105. 
Hey, don't forget, we're, tomorrow we're going to be in Wake Forest. Cloverleaf Drive. For the uh, free-for-all. So come by and see us and say, hey, we'd love to meet you. Get some Bojangles breakfast with us. You can bring your kids, too. That's the one cool advantage, Like, because we love to meet your kids. If you're on the way to school or whatever it may be, you can pop by and say, hey, um, we'll have free breakfast for you if you're hanging out. So six to nine. So we'd love to have you. Okay, so I have this survey that determines if we're normal or not. And after I read through it, I realized I'm very abnormal. So I just want to see if you guys are normal. Okay. All right. And this is according to BuzzFeed. 48% of the people sit down when they use the toilet. Only 27% squat. And 25% use a seat cover um, to lay over the seat. I heard recently that it... That's dirtier. Yeah, that is dirtier. The news reported that two days ago saying that when you put the toilet paper down, it's it's more germs there. And I don't know how that's possible, but... I don't know. Whatever. But... That means a little hover action is going to happen. Um, but what do you do? So obviously guys and number one, you're standing in most cases. So I'm a sitter. You're a sitter. Yeah. Sitter, squatter. Sitter. Sitter. Do you use the toilet tissue that you put down? No, actually, uh, there was a study that said you shouldn't do that because it's worse when you use that toilet. What do they call it? Like a toilet paper cover or a toilet seat cover that it's full of fecal germs. You know what? That makes sense now because it's on the back of the toilet, mm-hmm. and every every time you flush, every bag. How about that? Yeah, like it, like the particles collect yeah. on it. Huh. <laughs> okay. When you use your earbuds, you know the Apple earbuds. Do you use it according to the L and the R for left and right, or do you just place them in your ear? I just put them in the ear. I think I, it depends what kind there are because there are the kind that have like the specific shape, and they're the kind of just the ones that are. Same shape, both sides. I never look at the left or right because I feel like my ears are unique. Yeah. So I just put them in there however they fit. Um, Cutting your sandwich, do you do it diagonally or do you do it up and down? Right down the middle. Diagonally. Okay. Most people, 79% do the diagonal cut. I do mine in the middle, which is only 21% of the population. I cut it down the middle. Starbucks does that too, by the way. If you get a PB&G sandwich, it's, it's down the middle. I do diagonal, too. Uh, let's see. Showering in the morning or at night? At night. Um, For me, sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's in the morning. Generally in the morning. Honestly, whenever I can take a shower. I don't even know if it's morning. or It's whenever. Uh, they say 97% of the population wears their watch facing out, but only 3% wa- wear it facing in so they can see it better. I would think most people wear it out anyway. So that's the one thing I feel like I'm normal on. You wear it out. Um, 5% of the population, when you eat your pizza, how do you eat it? Crust first or the toppings? Or you take a, you know, you fold it and take a bite. Uh, crust. I do the crust first as well. I do the toppings. Okay. So if you do the crust first, only 5% of the population do this. So you're abnormal. And then this is one that I added to the list. When you get into the shower, do you turn the water on before you get in or after you get in? Before. Before. Okay, I do it after, and I was told that that is weird. Boston's like, why would you do that? Because I'll turn it on, let it run. I get in there, let it run on my feet, get it warm, and then pull the little lever. But then I have to like, like immediately jump up against the wall because it comes out cold for that split second. And I do it every single time. And why he, do you do that? He said, why? That's what he said. Why do you do that? And I said, because 
you put the water on before, but then you open the curtain and the water splashes out. So I would rather not have water splash all over my floor. I do it before and I just chance it with the getting hit by the cold splash of water. Oh, that's nothing more. You should see how painful. fast I move though. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and like I'm trying to like lean closely up against the shower wall. It's very comical. <laughs> I wish there was a video camera because it's funny. There's been a few times I almost fell. <laughs> So, apparently, um, so I'm abnormal and you guys are more normal. Congratulations. You're welcome. Hmm. Oh, how do, about that? I right. do what you do. <laughs> um, what else do you do that's really weird? Like, do you do anything that's just abnormal? I brush my teeth during the middle of the day. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, it's weird. I think because when I'm ready to go to sleep... Uh huh. You know, I'm ready to go to sleep. So really, see, I don't do that. I ne- sometimes I fall asleep and don't brush them at night, which is horrible. But I will. I'll fall asleep and not do it at night. I'm. That's what I'm talking about. In the morning, I always brush them. Obviously, in the morning, I sometimes will miss that. <gasps> but I brush you miss it. your teeth brushing in the morning. But I brush Bob! them all way. I if I miss it, <laughs> oh my that's God, disgusting, Bob. The truth comes out, stank ass breath. That's what it is when no. we smell it. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. I'm like half when asleep. When you come here, you forget? I'm half asleep. That's not normal. There's. No, I don't even walk. I, I can't walk out of my house. Like if I were to wake up late for the day here, I will leave the house. But the one thing I have to do is brush my teeth. And then I could throw on whatever hat, clothes, don't need makeup. I'll just run out the door. I look boo ugly, but at least my teeth will be brushed. <laughs> I've occasion uh, I've sometimes forgotten or not forgotten, but I was just so tired. Like on the weekend at night, if we're up late and you know we fall asleep on the couch, I'm like, I'm just going straight to my bed. And that's yep. it. I don't but then brush I'll brush it first thing in the morning. In the as much, I know that's horrible, but I don't. Which knock on wood, I don't have any cavities or anything, so I don't have a nasty mouth. But in the morning, it has to be done. Now, sometimes on the weekend when we roll out to. I say we're going to Bojangles to get a biscuit for everybody. I'll just roll out of the house. But that's because I'm just. Oh, God, that's horrible, no, Eric. I can't believe that. I'm not going. How nasty. I'm not going in public, though. I'm just staying in my car. I still got on my pajamas and everything. Nasty. So, but if I'm going out somewhere, I will brush my teeth. The only bad part about it is when you do go out and you get breakfast and then you don't do it before you get breakfast. What if you get busy at the house and then go out later? You'll be like, oh, damn, I didn't even brush my teeth today. Everybody goes, hoo hoo. <laughs> That's, not, <laughs> true. That's not true. There used to be a guy here <laughs> that had the worst breath in God's green earth. I'm Did telling you. Uh, what do you call it? Gingivitis or something? Yeah. Halitosis. Halitosis, yes. It, oh, it was. He, he didn't have to get close to you. And it was a thing that everybody knew. He had the worst breath it's ever. Like, oh, you just felt yeah. like a like Blah. a thing of green just comes from his mouth. Yeah, and he gone. But now he gone. <laughs> Wait, is he dead gone or is he just like another job gone? Another job gone. Okay. But here's an and there was a girl who beautiful girl uh-huh. used to be here, and she had, <laughs> I think it was. Was it uh, what's it like a, 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 a thing that you, it would take? Is it some oh, garlic? Garlic. 
garlic cloves or she would use that for healthy reasons. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, how does somebody... She didn't have a boyfriend either. Maybe that's part of why she didn't have it, but wow. I almost... One of my girlfriends, she was a dear friend of mine, but she was very healthy, beautiful, beautiful girl, and she would always eat garlic. And so every time I saw her, I'm like, dude, you got like a piece of garlic hung around your neck as a necklace or something? Like, damn, you stink. It's coming out of your skin and your pores, you know? And and she got mad because I said it gently the first time. I was like, you need a Tic Tac. <laughs> and then the Tic Tac didn't help. I was like, Phew. Stop eating so much garlic. And she got really offended. I was like, I know you're trying to be healthy, but damn, you stink. (laughs) (laughs) Your girlfriend's got to be honest with you sometime. I was like, I don't want to go out. I can't get you and help you find a man when you smell like this. You got to get you some some different smells. (laughs) Some mouthwash. (laughs) Mouthwash wasn't good. I mean, it was coming out of her pores. Ooh. And it was, you know, because she she was so healthy, beautiful. Yeah. Stank like the catfish, though. I Step mean, right <laughs> up, gentlemen callers. <laughs> 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 Smell like a catfish. It's the showgram. All right, people. That's a Thursday. Man, you were hilarious for the ball buster. I mean, I laughed pretty hard. I laughed pretty hard today overall. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was I good. We got a few tweets and Facebook messages. That was funny. <laughs> um, hey, us- by the way, I'm sorry. Um, look up pirate eye in Urban Dictionary. Or don't. Like, not at work. It'll, It'll flag be, your it, computer. It, it, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just- That's you. <laughs> it's just me. I know. I have a weird sense of humor. <laughs> Oh, man. We'll see you tomorrow in uh, Wake Forest. Bojangles. So come see us. Everybody have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, that's our show. Goodbye. Goodbye. We are leaving. Later. See you here again tomorrow. It's the end of the show. Goodbye. Show's over, folks. Goodbye. Fun time is over. Goodbye. Is this thing ever going to end? Everything comes to an end. It's over. That's it. Show's over, folks. Move along. Nothing more to see here. And be sure to join us at the same time tomorrow. Goodbye. All right, show's over. I'm tired.